Thank you so much for listening to the Spooky Door Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we just want to say that you can now watch our episodes and not just listen to them. That's right. We're now uploading all our episodes with video content onto our YouTube channel with lots of various topics, such as top tens and more. Of course, we will always maintain our audio form, but now you can watch the episodes. If there is any subject or topic you'd like us to cover, please let us know. Check out thespookydoor.com or search for the Spooky Door Podcast on YouTube. As always, thank you so much for being a listener, and we appreciate all the support. Venture into the shadows with hosts Jordan and Ashley as they peel back the veil to reveal in-depth images into a different realm. One of strange events, places, occurrences, phenomena, and sometimes even horror. Join them as they journey through the spooky door. (laughs) On this episode, Ashley and I break down the four main types of hauntings. We go through each one entails ranging from the benign all the way up to the demonic. We take a look at clips from famous films as a contrast to separate fiction from the unbelievable. We also share our own stories of the supernatural, from phantom radios, creepy footsteps, and our weird obsession with horror in general. So grab some popcorn, kick up those high tops, and journey with us through the spooky door. All right, welcome to the show. And on this episode, we're going to talk about the four different types of hauntings. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, what's the first one? Um, the first. Well, one? first off, we should talk about like what's okay, the four types of hauntings. Right. We should, yeah, tell them what they are first. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what we mean is like one of the four types is it kind of gradually gets worse, which each type of haunting. I noticed is. that when I saw the outline you made, I was uh, like, "Wow, you're just leading up to the shit show." Yeah, you? it just it starts off like tame, and then it just keeps getting crazier and crazier and crazier as it goes. And I've noticed a couple of these kind of blur the lines a little bit between because it's like all of them kind of like okay so let's start off with the first one the first one is a residual haunting which would be like the loop tape effect or like you know the cassette tape with the vhs tape effect where it's just the same thing revolving on the same which we've talked about briefly in our first um audio episode and Um, then so there's the residual then there's the intelligent uh haunting which would be the like um that's the bump in the night. I feel like that's when it really starts to get like a little uneasy. Like residual is like, okay, that's scary. But then like the second it takes the intelligent, you're like, oh, yeah. well, this is probably going to get worse. And then it gets even creepier with the poltergeist style haunting, which is where it goes beyond just noises and stuff. That's when like. Now we're messing with your shit. Yeah, that's when stuff really goes down. And then there's the, to me, the worst kind is the inhuman, yeah. which would be like demons or paranormal or you know all this paranormal. i think but part like, of the reason that's the scariest one though is because that's um it was, the one that can cause you physical yeah that's harm. the one that can do the most damage and right. on top of that too it's like it was never human right so, so you like, don't even know what like the hell where it, is. it came from or what it is or so the first one we're going to start off with we're going to go with uh the very first one we're going to start off with we're going to go for the very beginning we're going to go with uh residual Again, this is like the tape back effect. This is following a traumatic event. A residual haunting derives from energy seeping into the atmosphere, imprinting a specific location. Usually these types of hauntings are an aftermath of a murder or a violent event. The entity is unaware of its surrounding. Interaction cannot take place in the timeline of what happened. Uh, of what happened continues on an endless loop. Now, I actually have a really, really... and Oh, yeah. One thing we forgot to mention. We have clips of famous movies... That we're gonna show, kind of like highlighting the different types of different types we of hauntings. We have a visual. 
So yes, we have a, we have a TV now. <laughs> Ta-da! Ah. So and um, so the first one we're gonna play is actually from uh, it's a movie called High Spirits. I don't think I've seen this. It's from the '80s. It's that actually surprises yeah. me. Then that I haven't What's seen his it name? because uh, like that's my sweet spot yeah. with horror. Like well, '80s. Ian McKellen, the guy who played uh, you know um. I know you yeah, don't have to Gandalf, say yeah. anything. So of he he owns a he owns a castle with his mother. And this is already sounds yeah, and, and it's magical. it's an it's an eighties like comedy. How horror. do I not know yeah, about this? And it basically so the scene is um setting this up really there is a there the their guests are saying they're trying to prove that this place is haunted and they're trying to make money off of having a haunted castle, but it's not really haunted. So they keep having to make things up to make it haunted, very much like Hannah Saw Haunted Hill. But then it turns out the house actually the place is actually haunted. And this clip is actually involving a residual haunting. Because something is going on, the ghosts are. I feel kind of ashamed that I've, I've yeah. like never seen this. So, uh, Justin, go ahead and play that clip for me. No, Martin. Oh, hey, not what you think. Oh, oh no, Martin, party, no. Oh, I know you. You're the girl in the painting. Oh, yeah, we harlot. Oh, no, Martin. Oh, no, 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 you're the one in the painting. Come here, come here. Who's this guy? Come here, come here. Oh, great act. Real Bruce too, huh? Wow, that's great. Hey, pal, you should have done this earlier. I think you could have saved the place. Where is he? Oh, that was Where is he? Martin, there's no one. Where is he? Great outfits. Martin, there's no one. Where is he? There's no one. Looks real. Sorry, they Looks real. <laughs> yeah, they're both ghosts. Looks a little rough, but real. Why don't I believe you? So as you see, oh, like, he's not engaging with him at all. What did you do? What did you oh, do? She's a mess. <laughs> so yeah, that was that's uh, to me that's like a perfect case example of like a residual haunting. Right. Like, it the just happens movie. over. And, and over. in the movie, that scene happens. It's like I forget how many times that movie. That scene happens in that movie, but it's like constantly happening over and over and over and like it's to the point where he like is getting tired of it and he's just like oh my god like you guys need to stop because it's just like ever since he, they committed he committed that murder and i think he commits suicide and then after that it's like they both have just been living reliving that same moment for you know eons ever since you know, i think it was like the 1700s or something like that so to me that's like a really really good example of like of what a residual right. haunting is. I also feel like that's the basis for a lot of like urban legend type stories. Is yes. Like um, I have that down my notes actually it says like this can include the, cr- the cry baby bridges. Um, that's actually what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. The cry baby bridges and also the like urban legends of like um, also it's been known to do like the strange sounds such as footsteps, voices, knocking, rappings that are common with the residual haunting as well. I mean, something like that. That's pretty that would be pretty intense to see two, right. two fledged full beings in front of you, like reliving the same moment. I like, feel like, like if I was flesh. drunk, like I would not have that reaction. Like I, I would feel be like, like, well, cause he thinks it's a play. He thinks, cause they've been, they've been, they've been like in the movie, they've been like building it up or they're always trying to fake everything that's going on. So they're trying to make it a tourist attraction. I think it's to the point where they realize they don't have to fake anything. Cause the place really is haunted. 
still, so, yeah, I would be like. So he thinks. So he thinks it's all like set up and fake until he starts realizing that like it keeps happening throughout the movie, <laughs> and then he breaks oh. the. And then they, then this for the comedy break comes in because he breaks the the spell, and then they're like whatever. Don't and, spoil it. I'm not. I'm not going to. There's actually a movie I wanted to include on this list, and I actually took it off because it would totally destroy the movie. So it completely ruined That's the ending. Very nice. So yeah. um, oh, another good example of this, which I don't have a clip of, is in Sixth Sense. When, oh. when uh, he is just uh, walking through like school and there's like these people hanging. Yeah. And they've been hanging there for like hundreds of years or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, so years. like I remember the first time I saw that movie. Um, I think to me like that was the scariest part. Yeah. And right? I think it was more so like not seeing it, but like having an imagination where like if that was you and like that's what you're just stuck doing. Right. Like that's how you died and just <laughs> that's what you're just doing now. Like and just lingering there. For just hundreds of years, you're just Right. Literally hanging out. Oh yes. Okay. So another example I had is um this is from a movie called A Ghost Story. Have you just seen this? Um I feel like the name sounds very familiar. Okay, it's on Netflix right now. I don't know how long it's gonna be on there for. Um to me Maybe I have it then. I couldn't uh one of the scenes is one of the best scenes of the haunting is uh these people are having like dinner and he uses a ghost and he just walks in just watching them eat. And he like picks up a glass and does, just like looking at it. He's never seen it before, but he has cause it's his kitchen. And then he just wrecks their dinner and smashes everything. So it shows like a natural case of like a Jesus. poltergeist haunting, right. but you're seeing it from his point of view. That's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. So he's cause, uh, but here, this is a very, to me, this is also a really good ex- example of a residual haunting when, or this also can go into like our next our next topic, which would be like intelligent haunting. But for me, the scene um, is a really good example of like what it like really what it means to like be dead and like forget everything, right? And like not for, know, and not like, know who you what's are, going on, or what's like, going on, and just kind of being this wandering spirit. You think you're in your house, and you walk into this room, and there's people that you don't know, right? Eating at your table, so like for me, of this, course you're fucking pissed. This off. is another scene that's like to me, it's kind of sums up. And this movie is kind of funny because it's just it's Casey Affleck in a sheet, but it's really really well done. Uh, Justin, go ahead and play that clip. Like I said, it's just Casey like in a sheet. But yet it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Like the way it's Well, set the up. music too is like super yeah. intense. Well, the scene itself too, like the way they're portraying this. Yeah, he looks out the window and he sees that there's another ghost staring out the window just like he is. And that's like the conversation they have. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, the scene is pretty intense, but yeah, it's like, who are you waiting for? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's been so long. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And to me, that's like another, um, 
that's a really good example to me of like some some kind of like tape back loop even though it's not really exactly on the loop but it just has no idea what who it is or what it's doing i mean yeah and so you just you kind of have to imagine too like you know what if that was you and you're just doing the same thing over and over for so long that you just forget everything else about yourself like you know i've heard you know there's there's stories or incidents where like people don't even know who they are anymore right no that always scared the crap out of me um <laughs> well i was like well i was one of the things i was, I was like especially when it comes to like something like not to bring up something serious but like suicide just being stuck in like right, the one spot where you um what things may come actually with robin williams like his wife yes, committed suicide and yes. she's in the house and it's just this that thing and she's just been sitting there this that entire is time. so crazy so like that movie is i think that's part of the reason that movie is such a good watch because it's like all this like hopefulness and like stuff and then like yeah. you get to that point and you're just, just like you hit this like point of like reality of like this happens to people and not everybody has this happy ending right. when they die like some other people have these terrible experiences and i think that scene perfectly sums that up like as far as like showing the audience how to feel those feelings right yeah it's me like just being stuck in that one spot for like all eternity yeah. just like <laughs> i remember watching that like and i was young when that movie came out and i remember watching that scene and like as like a young kid like just feeling like all these emotions and just like being young enough that i just didn't know what to do <laughs> i was like what do i do with these I'm trying to think if I have any actual exam like personal experiences with like a residual haunting. Like something where it's just I don't think I have anything where like it was constantly happening over and over and over, like the same event or like the same noise or, you know, like clock stopping at the same time every right. night or something like that. Um I have experiences with some of the other stuff we're gonna talk about on this list, but I don't think I have anything with like residual like um you know, like a good example of that, but like on uh, when Casey had that recording of his brother at the yeah. um, Mansfield State Reformatory, yeah. you know, it says lockdown on that voice. Kids recording. Right, play it one more time, just for y'all. Here, it's kind of almost like a whispery voice. Uh, to me, that that could be that's a very good example. Right, I feel of, of like residual, that is absolutely because obviously somebody doesn't realize that they're dead. Yeah, and they're so, still trying to do their job. Or yeah, or something like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, who knows? Like, but like to me, that's a very very good example of a um, of 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 a residual haunting. Um, I've never really had anything like repeat itself, but I do sometimes wonder because I've touched this before with like, um. For me, like going into cemeteries, I feel a lot of different things. Like I, I don't have a problem going. I just don't like to go by myself. Right. <laughs> and sometimes I wonder if like when I'm in certain spots or areas and I'm feeling something, if that's the reason why well, that there's some kind of residual effect. Because um, residual haunting, like other thing like, I was like, the more research I did on too, it's not just like, it couldn't just, it's not just like a spirit. It could also be right. like an event. Right. And like, so sometimes that's why I wonder that's that about, if like, that's the, just like. The lockdown voice in the Mansfield right. Reformatory or, you know. You know, like the like Holocaust like locations where all that energy yeah, is there. I mean, yeah, or like a good stuff. example too, like with the cemetery thing is like, you know, 
there could be people there that don't even realize what's happened. Right. And that's more like what I think there yeah. is. Just some people just don't understand. Or like the all the famous like scenes at like Gettysburg and all the yeah. ghosts and stuff that yeah. people are seeing there. And like, you know, people are like that. That could be a good example of a residual And I bet time. like with Gettysburg and everything that's happened there, like it would be so easy to fall into like a loop. Right. It's just, I feel like that's the thing with loop and residual things is they tend to center more around um, tragedy. So the uh, next, so the next level of haunting, so that would be like a level one. <laughs> uh, next would be your intelligent haunting. And this level is your, two. this is your more traditional or intelligent haunting is a, perhaps the most widely accepted kind of ghostly activity, although it's not as common as many may think. In this case, the spirit or entity involved is an intelligent or interactive presence in a haunted location. Is there because they're connected to the site or the person or people who are at the location itself? Um, these spirits now consist of energy that once made up personalities of a living person. Now that person, the human body is gone. The energy is all that remains. These interactive spirits can be benign or very negative. This might be, uh, this might be explained by the fact that they are personalities of people who are angry or bitter in life. This would also be the forgotten or unknowing ghost, like ran away from the light, which would also go into the clip we just saw with a ghost story. Right. You know, these that could be residual, like that could they could be living the same thing over and over and over, or it gets to the point where they don't even know who they are. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, this can include like knocking, tappings and sounds, noises, voices, disturbance, door slamming, lights turning on and off, much, much more. And one of my favorite, my favorite representations of this. Uh, Justin, pull up uh, Intelligent and go to Chairs and play that scene. Chairs. Chairs. Can you do this? Oh, this is one <laughs> of my favorites. This is actually probably one of, probably my favorite. I love, I love this scene and it's so realistic. It is. It's so well done. And this is from the Poltergeist if you haven't seen it. <laughs> I love how it's all one done in one take too. I love her reaction to yeah. her reaction is very like gen Fun. genuine. TV people. Uh huh. <laughs> Do you see them? Uh uh. scene you know what always has bothered me too though like after all that then they proceed to like play with it yes and then yeah. like every time i watch that now as i'm an adult i'm like why yes I that's know. not like and then um so this one justin go into the unsure file and go to pa shadow Paranormal Activity. Oh, hey. When I asked online for people's favorite uh, haunted house movie, this one got a lot of votes. Now, technically, this movie involves an inhuman. Right. There's the shadow person on the left. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I already don't like this. Have you seen this movie? Yes. Okay. And I remember why I don't like them. Yeah. I just, I just stopped breathing. 
That's it. Uh, so that one, so that's that could be you know individual or intelligent. Me some feelings. I didn't like it. I mean, obviously, as <laughs> the movie progresses, it goes into inhuman because it's a demon and taunting right, your family or whatever like that. Like it gets really stupid. It does. It's, that's the thing I hate about those movies is because they all <laughs> all of them start off really good. It's good. And I don't know why I keep watching well, them and expecting it to change. They start off good and then they get stupid. Well, it's because that is real. Like that type of shit is real. Right. That's the type of stuff. I mean, I've we've talked about. It. I mean, I've woken up and I've seen you know the 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 corner of the room being darkened and seeing someone walk in. I've heard, um, there was that one night. I I don't know when we talked about this, but uh, when I talked about Agent, my fat tuxedo cat like always lays in a corner and just slumps over and he breathes really heavily. And I woke up and I thought he was like sleeping on my end table. He does breathe really heavily. Yeah, he does. I've heard and him. I know he breathes really heavily. And um, he was like laying, I thought he was laying on my end table because I heard him breathing. And then all of a sudden I felt this like wind gust jump from one side of the room to the other. Well, that's not agent. Nope. And it started, <laughs> and then I heard like noises on your side of the room. And then I heard it like, it like ran off. And I was just falling asleep. So it was like. Because I literally was like, Agent, how the hell did you... I was even thinking, like, Agent, how the hell did you even get over there? And, you know, much like Ben's story with the shadow person, like, he just lay down. It wasn't like he was, like, falling asleep right, or like just woke up. Just... Same thing. Like, I just was just laying down to go to sleep. And, um, you know, we hear, like, I hear this breathing, and it just jumps over the bed. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, like, like leaves, like, you know, and I felt the presence, like, leave the room. That's so kind like of this, like this scene, like right here, especially this scene is like something I've like creeps the shit out of me. And I also really like it because this is a really good example of what it's like to actually be haunted by, especially right. a shadow person. Um, or something I like will that. say um, I've never had the shadow person thing, but as far as intelligent hauntings, um, I am pretty sure that was the type of haunting I had when um, I think it was like the first episode where I told the story about going to the cemetery and like I was walking with my mom and my hands got cold and then we went back to the car and like the dome lights were flashing. And then I had like the same nightmare for like a week straight oh, right. where the person was like writing in blood on the walls. And I would I knew what it said in my dream. But when I would wake up, I couldn't like bring it out of the dream. I couldn't remember what they were saying. Like I to me, that sounds more like a residual haunting. I if don't you're having know. the same like, thing, it's like, like doing it's, the same thing. But like at the same time, like I feel like it was residual, but at the same time, I do feel like there was intelligence there because I do feel like there was some like knowledge of like what they were doing. I feel like the being in the position, I feel like the intent was not to maybe cause me physical harm, but there was intention to scare me. Hmm. I do feel like there was intention there. So that's why I do believe that there was intelligence there because I did pick that up from it, that there was definitely, it was not like, oh, I'm just doing this because like, it was like, I'm messing with you. Right. And it finally just uh. took my Nana in my dream to... <laughs> <laughs> it was gone. So your so your grandmother showed up in your dream, right? Yes, my Nana showed up in my dream. Um, and yes, she's like, very outspoken she was very outspoken and loud and like told like 
bluntly how it was like that's always how she was and like she's also like i think it was part part scottish so she's got that in her and she oh, like geez. gave him the that's awesome and then i just never had the dream again <laughs> and it was basically like a lot of her swearing at whatever it was and telling them to leave me alone and then <laughs> no more well, ghosts writing on the walls trying to think of like um I mean, some of the stuff I've had, I mean, a lot of shadow people stuff is, to me, I, I don't know. I mean, because, like, some of it's, like, I mean, there's the, the story of me, like, you know, I woke up, and then, like, my partner and I woke up, and there's like, another version of me, like, That's leering so over the bed. So scary. And, you know, like, that. So scary. Yeah, I just, yeah, that one, like, you know, like, what the hell is that? Like, maybe. I can't I, imagine I, if I, I woke up and, like, saw that. Like, yeah, like, imagine waking up and seeing Keith. Laying, like, staring over the bed, but Keith's laying in bed with you. Right. Like, and what like, the fuck? I would, like, <laughs> I would, like, I would, I'm not going to lie, I would probably piss my pants. <laughs> and then I would probably wake him up, and he's not easy to wake up. Yeah. So, like, that would. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've woken up, and um, it's funny, too, all these stories all happen in the place I live in now, but I haven't really had anything weird in quite a while, actually. I've had some weird dreams, but. And that's not anything normal for See, me. See, you <laughs> shouldn't have said me. that though, because mm-hmm. you know, like, now something's gonna happen. Right. Um, but like, I mean, I've woken up and I've heard like footsteps in my room. Um, there's that crazy story of uh, we're lying in bed, and a uh, partner like just, just screams, just fuck yeah, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And that's when I told us that like the corner of the room like went darker than dark itself like there was just this black abyss in the corner and i'm like what and she like throws a pillow at it and then it like vanishes and she woke up and saw like some shadow figure the white face like clawing up over the bed like coming up over us and so just for like, like if anybody needs some <laughs> like i know this woman and like yeah if she says that's what she saw that's what she freaking saw Okay, so going into from that, let's go ahead and play the um, Justin. It is the uh, go ahead and play the Jody clip. Jody. Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. This is from the original Amityville Horror. Yes, I'm very familiar with this one. Who are you singing to, Princess? You scared Jody. Jody. There's no one here, see? You scared her. She went out the window. She went out the window? Well, I, I better check and make sure she's not still there, huh? <laughs> she's still there. Yeah, I remember um, the first time I saw that. I was pretty young when the first time I saw this movie. The first time I saw that scared the shit out of me. I know. I think it's so funny like to like look, <laughs> look back at, look at things now. that it's just you like, yeah. saw. Like, look at, like, look at it now. It's I just scared. like, you know, yeah, it's little, little lights and like the window or something like that. But um, uh, segue into Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Which means a noisy spirit. Such a like fun little term for such a terrifying thing. I was going to say, <laughs> you just like... 
made it very light. Well, like it's, you lightened it's it. the German word for meaning noisy spirit. That's what that's what poltergeist Is means. It? Yeah. I learned something new today. <laughs> that's what poltergeist means. It means noisy spirit. And it's hilarious because in ghost lore, poltergeist is a type of ghost or spirit that is responsible for physical disturbances such as loud noises, objects being moved or destroyed. Most claims about of, of fiction or fictional descriptions of poltergeist show them as capable of pinching, biting, hitting, tripping people. Mm-mm. They are also depicted as capable of movement or levitation of objects such as furniture and culture or noises such as knocking on doors a troublesome spirit that can haunt at random or will latch onto a person or a location louder more violent form of haunting such as physical attacks broken items in different locations um so that's like ben with his ghost doing the dishes and attacking him in the shower yes um regarded by some as some shadow people or even others from a different dimension so this could be like we've talked about yeah. this a little bit so too. like a poltergeist like this type of thing could be th- this is where you start getting into your really dark shit now this 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 is actually like the most extreme i mean this is from a movie that's designed to be over the top um justin play the clip that starts with opening under a poltergeist. I like how you're labeling these so I don't even know what some of them are. Some yeah, of them I know. I know. Some I've, of them I don't. I want to show, I get your general reaction to see what, what these are. It's the opening to Frighteners. I know this movie. I love this movie. I love I haven't seen this in a very long time. CGI is really bad. But uh, yeah, I do love this movie. This is such a great movie. But like destruction, physical attacks, right. life, like injury to life and limb, like all kinds of crazy shits happening in this sequence. But like every traditional like ghost thing kind of happens here at the chandelier, the door. <laughs> Just imagine being in that position oh, though. Like, what do you even do at this point? No, why are you going upstairs? I say that like I've never yeah, seen right, this movie horror, yeah, before. No, like I, I'm that person though. The wicked will be punished. Just screams Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. St- it's funny because I was just thinking a couple of weeks ago how I've like not seen that movie in a long time. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like now for me like something like a Poltergeist where it's like, I mean for Poltergeist you'd have some massive activity going on quite frequently, pretty often. Um, That's the thing about Poltergeist, though. It's not like, oh, this is only going to happen once in a while. Like, it's happening. It's it's going to keep happening. And it definitely, and like a Poltergeist can definitely start off with the the minor, you know, footsteps, you know, knocking at doors. I feel like sometimes, like, it's like a test. Yeah. Like. Because that's how, like, hauntings always go. Like, like we're going to start with this stuff. Okay. Now we're going to push it a little bit more. Right. And then it just keeps getting worse right. and worse and worse and worse. And, and like worse. it's it's scary though because the intention there is to come after you. Right. It's it's not like 
I don't, you know, like the residual, like I'm doing the same thing over. I don't know what's going on. Right. Um, Even residual is almost an echo. It might right. not, there might not be a, like a or spirit. Or the intelligence sometimes, yeah. like they, they don't necessarily want to physically harm you. Right. They might not even know they're like, right. Cause like, again, like the whole thing with the intelligent, like haunting could also be something like a parallel universe. So it's like we're something where that veil, the universes are really thin. And so like things are being messed with on one side of, you know, you know, universe a and then it's it's intervening with the inner with universe d for a split second yeah. and then it and i've like had stops. some experiences with that where i swear like that is happening um so i don't tell this because i like something I'm like people are gonna think i'm freaking crazy well, that's the whole point of this whole podcast or like that i'm hearing something <laughs> um go ahead and tell it so i know i've never told you i've never All told right. anyone this All right. um so and it's only happened to me in the house I live in right now. So that's part of the reason why I think it does have to do with a veil because of that very same location. Right. Page. Um, so I will frequently hear um, music in the background. And it's like almost to the degree like, you know, if you hear a radio on the background, you can hear the music and you can hear the voices singing. Right. But you can't make out what they're saying. And... It's like that, and it's never the same song, and there'll be times where I'll just be laying down, and I'll hear it, and it's like a couple minutes, and then it changes to another song. It's almost like a radio is on. Weird. And it's almost like the style almost sounds like old, like, 50s music. It's so weird, and, like, I've tried to understand. Like, you can hear, like, vocals of, like, harmony and stuff, so it's like... You know what? Next time you experience it, pull your phone out and hit the record button. Cool. I haven't thought of that yet. Probably because... Whenever I have something creepy happen to me, it's not right. my first thought. Well, is, oh, my I first, get my well, I'm always busy, like, like trying to listen to it, and like every once in a while too. And that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a radio or like some kind of broadcasting show because you'll even hear like once in a while I'll even hear like between the songs a uh, like voice, like a radio voice, like like talking, and like I don't know what he's saying. I'm trying. I'm try and I know, like, some people are probably going to hear this and be like, "Well, you're batshit crazy," <laughs> but I promise you, I'm not I mean, batshit no, like, crazy, and that this no is happening. There's no radios on, obviously, right? No, there's no radios on but because. It's just, and I wondered the first time I heard it because you know, there's sometimes Keith's downstairs watching TV, right? And that's I'm like, my first but time. Thursday night he's not home. He goes to band practice, so he's not home, and it has happened then. And mm. I turn the TV off and everything before I come upstairs. Um, there's been times where it's happened where we've both been upstairs in bed and he like, I haven't said anything to him, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't hear it because he's not like. You should, you should ask him and also you should pull out your phone and record it. I'm going to record it next. That's all I'm going <laughs> to do next time it happens because let's see if I'm I can. I'm curious about that. I'm, I'm trying to think of like what the hell would cause that. Yeah, I've like, I've. Other than like, I know our house isn't haunted. No, it's not. It's not. There's nothing weird in your house. Not at all. Um, We've had a couple times where stuff has passed through, um, and I've picked that up, and that was really shitty. But because <laughs> it wasn't like I have anxiety, and it was right. not an anxiety. I'm trying attack. to think anything that could like pick up a radio signal without being a radio. See, now you're back to the radio. Well, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Like, and I honestly like the more I think about it, the more that's what I feel like it is. Is like 
it's something well it could be something like okay going back to like the parallel universe theory it could be something where you're, you know your that's my is, theory like it's something something else is there and you're getting you're you're meshing with whatever is there that's that's my theory is like and so my thought is kind of what we talked about with um casey the one day is like when he's talking about like sometimes doing types of drugs can intensify yeah. those feelings and i think that's what happening is i that's why it's happening then is because i'm more vulnerable to it mm-hmm. and i'm opening myself up to it and i think that is why it's happening and i know it doesn't it does it doesn't have to do with the time of day either because any time of day like i'll hear it hmm. that's so weird and i let's like i'm like i don't know what it is like is like you really should record is there it. like some veil where like i'm like in some like old person's house and they <laughs> constantly have their radio on and they're getting freaked out because they're seeing some like shadow thing like moving around like what the fuck is going on right like am i like is that what's because ha- that's what it's like it's like maybe, somebody just has maybe their radio maybe, on. maybe you're scaring the shit out of them right the right i've never thought about that maybe i am too like i don't know start going around banging all your pots and pans and <laughs> I feel like maybe the other thing too that the other thing I should do to next time it happens is pay attention to what my cats do because I will say that's one thing I've noticed so they always come to bed when I lay down Mm -hmm. but now I think about I don't feel like they ever because it always happens like right when I lay down right like and I'll lay there for a little bit and I'll hear it and I feel like most of the time they're not in there and I almost wonder if like Cause they never come yeah. in right away. They never come in Normally, right away. Anytime I've had anything crazy happen to me, like the cats are like nowhere to be found. So I almost so wonder like, if that's right what down, it is. Like, if there's something, they're just like, I don't want. Cause like RC, she usually like, she'll like lay on the bed. Like, RC to start doesn't off. like anyone. <laughs> she loves, Except you. She's friendly. When she, <laughs> but, is um, she though? Oh, she's super friendly. Oh my God. I've seen her like she's, twice she's for adorable. a total of five but, seconds. Um, normally during the night, she sleeps downstairs like at night. So it's like, so there, there's that agent. I mean, he's the dumbest cat in the world. <laughs> so he's not really a good gauge for anything like that. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. But I'm gonna record it next time. Yeah, going back to the poltergeist haunting. Uh, this is another. This is another scene that's. It's great because it starts off with, like, it just goes through all of them. Like it's just so awesome. Uh, go ahead and play the library scene. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is hot, Ray. Symmetrical book stacking, just like the Philadelphia Man's Turbulence of 1947. I did edit these a little bit for time. It's here. A full torso apparition, and it's real. I know. So, so what do we do? <laughs> I know. Do exactly as I say. Get ready. And don't worry. Who doesn't? Yeah. Man. <laughs> to, that movie, though, I know, so, was such a good movie. But to me, like Ghostbusters is a really good example of poltergeists. It is. Like that. That whole. That whole entire movie um, is like all. Poltergeist they make it haunting. humorous, they but do. they do like. It's all destruction. It's all chaos. All every everything they come across is like negative and 
pretty negative. Some of them are kind of benign. I also enjoyed like one thing I enjoy about that movie. I still enjoy it as an adult. Oh, is I love the movie. That it's as far as the um, scenes go with you know each incident. Um, they don't take the course of action that you would find right. a predictable action. <laughs> like it's something else happens well, and you're just like, there's that's why it's so good. They're scummy like exterminators. They're not right. like, they're <laughs> that's the whole movie. It's them like ex- being exterminators. It's just like, that's why it's so unglamorous and everything like that. <laughs> All right. Going from Ghostbusters into our last topic, uh, Inhuman Hauntings. Um, hauntings or paranormal in, uh, involving entities that were never human could be demonic, alien, supernatural, or other forms of These unnatural. Are the worst. Yeah, un- unnatural entities. Also, when I was reading or doing some digging onto this, this also could include all your crazy folklore stuff, um, fairies. Uh, I would also elves, just like gnomes. to remind you that we're recording at night right now. So after we get done, we're going to get to go walk in the parking lot in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh no uh, i'm trying to think of all the other like Spooky. all the other entities that this could cover um, uh demonic obviously um like incubuses succubuses sleep for like, all your sleep demons all your crazy uh sleep uh shadow people could shadow people to me can kind of sum up they to, can be a lot of things yeah though. i think like who knows what shadow like oh skinwalkers skinwalkers yeah. oh man like skinwalkers could be another good example of your inhuman hauntings um hauntings could also include all of the above it also include possession illness risks to life and limb uh more more attached to a person than a place more common in folklore movies and pop culture uh justin go ahead and play the kitchen scene uh the demon in the kitchen demon oh okay i know this one too yes. hello He's had lights flashing, phone okay. ringing for no reason. At this point, I would already be like, bye. Share. See, I like, I knew, I knew it was coming. Yeah. And like, I'm still like, I, I don't want to watch it. So, it's like that, that moment yeah. where you like, I don't want to watch it, but I do. Yeah, that's a I I love that scene. <laughs> but again, going from to like talking about like demonic forces and evil, like super evil. I mean, I think also an extremely good well done movie. Yeah, though. it is. Um, you know, right there, you had a classic case of like all your symptoms of haunting. You know, so you knew something was wrong. Lights are flashing, phones ringing without anything, and of course, you see like the face of the of the thing. Uh, play okay. We're we're gonna do a scene from uh, Conjuring Two. It's the scene with the nun. And if you haven't seen this, if you haven't seen this, see, scene, I this know scene, I've seen this, the first one. I don't. Second one's okay, but I this scene this is this might, is this is actually the know. best. I don't know if I saw this. One. There is a jump scare coming up. I don't want to. <laughs> I think that's how anybody yeah. feels about jump scares. I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah gonna happen like i know when it's gonna happen to you but i'm still gonna jump so watch there's, so there's your shadow person i know what's gonna happen yep i know exactly what's gonna happen watch i'm still gonna jump <laughs> i'm still gonna jump i promise you
No. What would you even do? Okay. <laughs> I put a little note on her. What would you even do, like, if you were this woman and you started to see that happen? I would so, not like. So I don't for that know. one, um, I've never. I didn't see the movie The Nun. Uh, it just looked terrible. I Boom. I have seen it. Uh, is it good? Um. So it is one of those movies that you watch. So it's intended to be like a. B style yeah, movie. Okay. It's not one of those that they tried to. So you need to go go into it knowing that. Okay. And it's it's actually not bad. Um, go ahead and play the other kitchen scene, Justin. That was real. So this is real. Of course, this is from it. See, I've not. Now seen this is interesting because I've not seen the new ones. Okay, so he it is actually like Morgan Alien. Yes. So that's what's interesting about this. Um. I haven't seen the new ones because I'm very much into the classic oh, It movie. Um, a lot of that in that movie though there's a lot of like, yeah. like fast paced yeah crap. i don't know like i never saw i never watched the new ones because mm -hmm. i knew that they would be done with the standards of hollywood yeah. standards today and i just really appreciate the classic right. i know a lot of but, people say some of it's cheesy but i appreciate the classic it movie but it is a really good example of inhuman because right you know they're being haunted as kids and they're getting haunted as adults they're seeing visions. They're seeing things that aren't And they there. don't know what it is at yeah, first. And they're not the thing sure. Too. They don't know what's going on. And they get on. to the point they're not sure what's real and what's fake. They're, you know, they're getting hurt. Um, you know, they're, they're get, things are weird. Crazy things are happening. They're having visions. And they think they're fake. They think it's a fake vision. And then it's like, and then it remains. And I think what makes it even scarier for them while they're trying to go um, down this journey to figure out what it is, is there's a lot of a lot of manipulation right. going on. Yeah, um, which is the so thing we've, we've, we've kind of skipped over is talking about how much manipulation yes, happens during Yes, which Hollis. I was just going to say, um, I feel like when it comes to, um, obviously with the residual, um, I wouldn't say there's as much there. No. There can be, I, I feel like. Again, a residual, again, is it's just kind of like, it's an echo. Right. I feel like it can be in the sense if like there's two individuals involved in that and in some cases the one is manipulating the other. But I think once you get to up to poltergeist and inhuman, like yeah. that's when the manipulation happens. Um, I think that's also probably what makes those even more scary because right. you're like, you don't. I've never personally had um, poltergeist or inhuman I'm experiences. Um, trying to think if I, if I, I don't know. want to. I'm trying to think if I'm I, okay. If I'm trying to think if I've seen anything that's so crazy. Like I've never had, um, never seen furniture stacking. Now Ben had. Yeah, Ben had. Like ben talked about like furniture, like the dishes in the sink, like stacking up, which is crazy. And then you know, like the shadow person like moving around his house and stuff like that. Um, I have one. The one time I woke up. Um, the one time we woke up and the, the thing was like we were in the bed and I woke up and it was like in the corner. Th whatever that was, there was there was nothing positive about that experience. Like that that thing was, it, that that was bad. 
whatever that was, it was bad. It was not a good thing. It wasn't something from like a parallel universe or something like that. that was something super right. You super know, bad. you would know whatever like, that was. I, I guess the closest that I would say, and this is like, this is like a subject that I know is a lot of people have a lot of um, different opinions out about, but. Um, when you're having um, sleep paralysis. Right. Um, I know that a lot of people say it's this or that um, because I know your brain releases certain chemicals that can cause you to hallucinate um, as far as that's the scientific explanation. But being somebody who's had it happen to them and only had it happen to them in a certain environment and not once leaving that right that place and not having it happen to them anywhere else, I do feel like to a degree there is something there because that's the same feeling I had. It was always the same thing, and it was always the same thing I was seeing, and the intention was always like it was coming to hurt me, and it was was terrifying. Um, Speaking of which, go to the next clip I have, which is going to be Inhuman. Justin, and go to, of course, Annabelle. This is another movie I've not seen. No, this is from Conjuring. Oh, I thought you meant like the Annabelle movie. No, no, it's the Annabelle movie. This I've seen. Knocking. I feel like there's no way I'd be opening that door. No way. No. At least not without a weapon. (laughs) (laughs) No, just not at all. Something. I don't know. No. Yeah. I'm not going to open that door either. No, no. Nope. I'd be out out the fucking door. This is an apartment. Screw it. Yeah. Just leave. So the Warrens claimed that Annabelle the doll was, so the story is supposedly. So I know about it because it's um, a real doll, but it doesn't look like that. It's in that museum. It's in that museum. Justin, there's a picture of the doll. Can you load that up? Yes. It's in that museum that that couple has. So yes. Isn't the the husband dead? Yeah. She's still alive though. It's the Warren Museum. Yeah. She's she's still alive. I think she still has it. Ed and, uh, we're having technical. There we go. Yes. So there, there's actually the real Annabelle. It is a Raggedy Ann doll. And I think that thing is way more terrifying than the doll in the movie. Right. And um, I don't, I wish they would have left it like this. I understand why they changed it because it looks more scary as this creepy doll. Right. But it's like that doll in the movie looks like terrifying. Like why would anybody want that? Well, that I looks, wonder too if maybe this is also, this is also obviously a Raggedy Ann doll. Well, I yeah, it's from maybe, some, Right. If they... But they can pay for the rights for like using like Elvis. So it's like. I honestly, though, like (laughs) overall, I would love to go to this place. 
Yeah, so I've never been, and I've always wanted to. This go. is actually an older picture. It's a little bit different now from when yeah. this picture was taken. But um, so it was a Raggedy Ann doll. The story is that she, the the real story is that the mo- a mother bought it for her daughter who was going to college, or she had it as a kid when she was at college, <laughs> or some shit like that. And then she took her with her to college, and so she had this doll. And she was getting like, I forget how it came about, but her and her friend were having visits or getting like messages from this thing that was like Annabelle was like nine year old girl or whatever that. And supposedly it wanted to like enter. So they was asking if I could enter the doll and they said, yeah, "Yeah, come on in play with us, blah, blah, blah. Ended up being a, from the Warren, the Warren city was a demon. Didn't they they at some point have a Ouija board? I feel like, I feel like that's what they did when that. Happen I'm trying to think of like the, the real story though. So, um, well, no, that's what I mean. The real story. Yeah. So then, like, the girls had it and they were experiencing all this crazy shit. And then they called, like, the Warrens got involved and they said, well, this isn't, a, this is never, this is not a ghost. This isn't, this is something far evil, more worse. And supposedly, I feel like, too, if the so, Warrens tell you. Yeah. And they're like, you know, and in the movie, too, they said this in the, like the articles I read, but they also talked about this in the movie where they're like, you know, it's like, oh, they're trying to, they was trying to enter one of you eventually. So supposedly it's, it's possessed by a demon and Annabelle supposedly has killed somebody who went into the room and like said that's not true. And so it went in there and supposedly it killed it. But it's, um, this is warning positivity, do not touch. And then like you can't, like it's in a glass case. I really want so to go here though. So that's, that right there is the uh, real Annabelle. So there she is. I don't. I. I. I still think that would have been. Well, I think the thing was in the movie. I think it would have been too comical well, to see that thing running around. Well, have you heard the stories too of like people going into this museum and why it's in that box? Yeah, I know. Yeah, because it wasn't for anybody who doesn't know. It was not originally in that box. Yeah, it supposedly hurt people. And um, and people would touch it, and then something bad would happen to them. It's the same with Robert the doll. So that's why they put it. Yeah, same thing with that. Yep. So that's why. It's in a box now, and um, I'm pretty sure that's actually locked. You know, it's funny. It's like, you know, because, like, it's such a lame-looking doll. It really is. Like, even the one we bought, like, it doesn't look terrifying at all. It looks it's a thing with straw hair and a cardboard body. It's, like... It, it's like, misleading. It, it's, that's it's how very they get misleading. you. Yeah, it doesn't look haunted at all. And um, can't wait to do the episode on, on our haunted doll. I'm so excited for that. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's Annabelle supposedly haunted by a demon. I don't know. I it, I mean, I I believe it's something. I don't know what the hell yeah, it is. There's, I don't know. It's definitely cursed. Um, I would also like, I want to go to this museum as it is. I also would just like to, like, I think it would be interesting to see, like, what I could pick up from, like, different Right. items especially that obviously i'm not gonna freaking touch it but even just standing next to it i so justin go to unsure and play uh the camera scene i didn't know where to calculate this one look at that camera though this movie's from 99. Right. There's nobody there. Yeah, I've seen this movie. I know. This scene always creeped me out. I don't know. This was one of those movies, like, the first time I saw it, I was like, it was good, but it wasn't something that I would, like, It's ever. aged terribly. Yeah. Um. 
Even like even her like hair and style and clothing, you but tell, that also from, fits into what we were just talking about. What's like that? The well, that's why I haven't played it. Yeah. Yeah. But like the whole thing with like it being on camera, you know, it's like, and then she's looking at the camera and it's not there and stuff. That who like, knows? Maybe I'm gonna turn my video camera on. There's gonna be some old guy chilling in my bedroom. Yeah, maybe instead of just taking video, maybe she just do video next time. Just pull your video camera out like on your phone and just fucking you know go to town. Instead of just worrying about the sound, pick up the. Well, that's what I was thinking anyway. Was just yeah, just do video. Yeah, I would do that. Who knows? (laughs) I'm also gonna be like, you know, if like I do pick anything up, I'm gonna be like, see, (laughs) I told you. I'm not saying I don't doubt you either. I'm just (laughs) like, you should try it. So that this is the first time I've told that story too. So that's kind of fun. So those are the four levels of hauntings: uh, residual, intelligent, poltergeist, and inhuman. And if you have have any experience with any of these, you can also uh, let us know by hitting us in with an email at info at thespookydoor.com. Or you can even just put it in the comments section below if you have any uh, things you'd like to add. Or if you've seen any movies or have any movies that you'd recommend that have some terrifying ghost scenes. Or even if you have any stories that you just want us to share on air. Sure. Um, Um, I'm always all about that, too. Like, hey, I have this experience. Do you want us to read it on air? We can use your name. We can do it anonymously. Um, Yeah, that'd be awesome. Love to share those things. Also, uh, one of the movies, when I asked around for everyone's like favorite haunted house, I didn't ask for horror movies. I literally specifically said haunted house. What's your favorite haunted house movie or best made or most accurate i uh, got a couple of paranormal activity uh house on haunted hill the original got a lot of votes that is a good um one. i kept getting that one someone said the ch- uh couple people said the changeling which is a great like if you've never seen it, it is a I great old 70s haunted haunted film uh one of my favorite personal ones is it's not very it's not one people we talk about it's the sentinel and it's from uh, the 70s, early 70s. And it's about a woman moving to New York and she moves into an apartment complex. And it's like the gateway to hell. So the Sentinel would be more of an inhuman haunting. <laughs> but it's really, really good, really dark, really creepy. I'm trying to think of some of the other things that people said. Oh, a lot of people said the original um, the original haunting, you know, which is now the haunting of Hill House. Um, The original version of the 13 ghosts oh yeah that's the great. old black yeah. and white one is one of my favorites right. i absolutely love that movie i like don't get me wrong i love i love um the remake and who doesn't love matthew lillard but um yeah the original is just better <laughs> um the original is very good um my, my thing when it comes to ghost stories or ghost movies oh poltergeist too i forgot about poltergeist i love that movie and all the poster yeah, yeah. All the poltergeist honestly that's one of those movies there's not many movies where i can say i like the entire series right poltergeist i do i like the entire series um, i don't consider exorcist a haunted house i don't think it's either because it's not it's not about the house um, it's, it's about, not about it's about her it's, it's about reagan yes. um, because there's a series of movies right um, and the I've, second one that's another one too the first one's good and the second one's also pretty good really the second one's usually the one is like regarded as one of the worst in the series <laughs> it's not <laughs> going it's back to halloween the three second, <laughs> i i personally enjoy the second poltergeist right. movie Cool. I think it's not Poltergeist, so the second Exorcist movie. I pretty oh, I love the I second, enjoy it. Second Poltergeist movie is great. It's up all the way oh, up yeah. until the third act. It kind of falls apart. But yeah. um, so yeah, those are the kind of movies that got upvoted for everyone. Kept telling me were the best like haunted house films. Um, 
a lot of them were from the 60s and 70s because just like there was that subtle horror just keeps building that's up. why i like the original 13 yeah. ghosts a lot um because am, it was very subtle yeah one of my favorite movies uh, involving uh an, an inhuman is the witch if you haven't seen it i highly recommend it i, I have not have and it's so good, but I, can't, I don't. Like, I don't want to spoil it. For yeah, I know. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say anything about it. If you haven't seen it, you love horror. Highly recommend it. The only thing I will say without spoiling it is the ending was not what I expected, <laughs> but I absolutely yeah. loved it. The movie's and great. I don't think there could have been a better ending. <laughs> no. So if you like really dark, twisted psychological horror involving some inhuman shit i definitely highly recommend did the witch so anyway that's going to be our episode on hauntings and we want to thank you so much for you guys joining us again my name is jordan with me as always ashley and we'll see you next time through the spooky door